0: Welcome back to the Turning 30 podcast, a place where we talk about what it's really like to turn 30. I'm your host, Life Coach Emma Wilson, and I'm here to help you get unstuck, feel better, and be more confident at 30. Welcome to a short but sweet solo episode with yours truly. Well, I always say that it's going to be a short episode, but in the end, it ends up not being because I go off on a tangent or sometimes a rant and today's topic of turning 30 and reclaiming your 30s is something I feel very strongly about so no promises that it's going to be that short but I'm going to try my best because what this episode really is is an insight and an official invitation, your personal invitation to join me for a free three-day live workshop which is all about the three steps to reclaiming your 30s and is going to be a mini workshop of my group program, Reclaim Your 30s, that is launching next week, finally. So for those of you who have been following the podcast for a while, you will have heard me talking about uh, the new group program. I've been obsessed with mentioning it every single episode on purpose because I've been sitting on this idea for so long and I was going to call it the next chapter version two which was taken from the first next chapter course which I launched and ran over this summer and actually it's changed a little bit because the next chapter does still exist and it's going to be coming to all of you in a different more course like package later on this year but what I've decided is to put together something really special, something very very close to my heart in the form of an immersive group program which I have now renamed Reclaim Your 30s And have delayed launching it because of all the things going on behind the scenes here at Turning 30. I moved apartment two weeks ago. I unfortunately was sick during this time and lost a couple of weeks of work. All fine. It wasn't yet another bout of corona. Thank God it was just a throat infection. But it meant that everything had to be put on hold. And I decided to really take the last few weeks to... Make sure that the program is in the best possible format for it to be launched and the start date is November. Really, really excited and this episode is going to give you a little bit of an insight into the background of the program. And like I said, to invite you to take part in the free, 100% free, no strings attached training that is going to be starting on Monday. Monday the 25th to be clear, I probably should make that clear because uh, this episode isn't going to be released the day that I'm recording it. So the workshop is going to be from Monday the 25th until Wednesday the 27th of October and the doors to the group program will also open on Monday the 25th. Right, let's dive in. Turning 30 and reclaiming your 30s. And what I want to do this episode is to explain to you what it even means to reclaim your 30s and why we need to do this. And actually, specifically, why I've created this program. Why, why, as 30-year-olds, do we need to even think about these things? So, let's start with a good old dictionary definition. What does the word reclaim mean? And the word reclaim means to retrieve or to recover or to obtain the return of something that has been previously lost. So what does it mean that we've previously lost our 30s? Many of you listening to this will be already in your 30s, and you're probably thinking to yourself, well, I'm not lost, or or maybe some of you are already thinking that you are lost, and that's why you found my content and you resonate with it. But you might be thinking, well, what is that to reclaim? And I know from working with so many of you and also from my own personal experience that what often happens, it happens differently for each person, but I see the pattern is from the age of 28, 29, the Saturn return, when all of a sudden we go into panic mode where we start looking around and we see people doing different things and the pressure really ramps up that 30 is just around the corner, or maybe this only happens to you the year that you're turning 30. And what happens is we go into an emotion, we go into fight or flight, and we go into emotions of panic and fear, and sometimes frustration. And we just, all of a sudden, we either do two things. This is the pattern that I see. We either start to make decisions based on this panic which often is coming from a thought of time running out or feeling left behind and we start to make decisions that aren't actually in line with who we really are and what we really want and these are decisions that keeping us small. We stop taking risks, we settle, we do things that are to please other people or to please what we think other people want, or what society wants from us. And we basically start to live a really inauthentic life based on the fact that we've been making decisions out of fit. The other thing I see, the other option, so either we make decisions that aren't in line with our authentic selves, or we stop making decisions at all. We don't make decisions, we just stop. We just stop where we are in our early 30s and we're like, shit. I don't know what I want and I call this in my coaching that I don't know but we can be in that place for a really long time. We stop doing it and I want to say and you know I don't want to be repetitive for other pieces of content that I put out there but this episode really is talking about the core concepts of turning 30, the core concepts that I teach in all of my programs and I always say this that it's not your fault society places such pressure on us to have these stable and steady lives that when somebody who is over the age of 30 decides to do something quote unquote different, okay, so they decide to go off the track, you know, the laid out track for us. So for example, they decide to break up with a partner who they're not truly happy with at the age of 33. That's obviously what happened to me. Or they decide that the career that they've been working in for six, seven, eight, maybe even 10 years doesn't feel right anymore, so they quit their job. Something bigger is calling and they decide to start a business and to put all their savings into investing in that business. When you do something, or when we as 30-somethings do something that society sees as bold or, like I said, different, people frown upon it. Really, I'm going to be blunt, our parents' generation, sometimes even our colleagues, who are, when I say our colleagues, I mean our peers, our friends, our uh, connections, people don't know what to do with this information. Because as humans, we are so obsessed with certainty that we cling on to things that don't serve us, just so we don't have to go down this path of uncertainty to walk the unknown and then tell other people, and that other people turn around and they tell us to go back and stay safe. And often they do that because they're on the safe path and it's triggering them to think, well, somebody else can't do that because that means that I could potentially do it. And then it holds a mirror up to them. We're so scared to veer off from these societal norms and to make waves and to leave situations that we don't, we stay where we are. And this can be even more terrifying if you belong to a community with a strong cultural or religious tradition because in these communities veering off from the status quo can be even more frowned upon and therefore even more difficult and that's not to say that people who aren't from a community or a specific culture or religion don't have the pressures because I also know from working with so many different clients that some people's parents are very traditional you know no matter what your background is and they really put pressure on and some people have internal pressures or pressures from different parts of society but the result of all these pressures and these frowning and this kind of oh my god what are you doing you're doing something different you're 33 and you're making these big moves and you shouldn't be these are the underlying messages even if people don't explicitly say it their facial expression, their tone The questions, everything, makes us realize that we're doing something outside of the norm. And the result of this is going back to what I was saying before, is that people settle. They either do those one of two things. They stay where they are and don't do anything, or the actions that they take are to pay small. And we see this all the time with people staying in relationships that don't serve them, staying in jobs that don't serve them, jobs that are toxic and affect their mental health. We see people becoming friends or, sorry, remaining friends with other people that they don't feel connected to anymore. They maybe stay living in a city or a country where they don't feel like they can be their true selves. And I see this all the time. And then let's add in comparison because the comparison pandemic is a thing and I really see it as a symptom of this. It's a symptom of living a life that doesn't feel right. So if we take it even you know to the next step when you're in that space of doing one of those two things either staying still or making wrong decisions and when I say wrong I don't mean I don't believe that there's such such thing as a wrong decision but I mean a decision that isn't in alignment with what you truly want when you're in that place a symptom of being in that place is comparison. So when you're living a life that doesn't feel right or you know you're connected to you then look outside of yourself because when you're not truly happy or fulfilled you want to you become obsessed with what other people are doing and you also start to lose sense of your self-worth because you tell yourself that you're not enough you start to tell yourself that you've fucked up in some way and that you start to look at what everyone else is doing and you think wow they've got it right and I've got it wrong And this is why the main problem that my clients come to me with is one of those two things, depleted self-worth and feeling left behind from others. And I always know that it's just a symptom of living a life in their 30s that isn't actually the life they want to live because they're trying to stay in boxes that were never made for them in the first place. And how do I know this? (laughs) Because I did it. I did it myself. That's where the business was born from. It was born from me living my 20s until I was 30, not actually in a way that I really wanted to. And this is why I have built my business and why I have such a strong mission to help women or help individuals who feel this way. So I just want you to stop for a second now and ask yourself, which of those two are you currently doing? Are you making decisions to play small or are you just not making any decisions at all? And that is why I've created this program. I've created Reclaim Your 30s because I want everybody to know that they don't have to stay still. You don't have to play small. Even if you have been doing that up until now, you don't have to keep on doing it. You can change it. You can turn it around. It isn't Too late because life isn't for settling. It really isn't. We literally have one life. You have one life to live, one opportunity to live in this crazy world that we're living in, and we don't know what happens after. Okay, maybe there's more lives, but for now, we only have conscious awareness of this one life, and we can't waste it sitting around looking at what other people are doing and staying in in inaction. We can't waste it just waiting. For something else to change for you we can't just waste these precious years and I know this from speaking to people who are older who are in their 40s 50s 60s and beyond who look back at 30 and think oh my god you're so young you've got so much time you know average lifespan is 80 plus years and we're in our 30s we're not even halfway there we're two-thirds of the way through And even if we're less than that, we don't know what's going to happen, every day is precious. So we have to learn now to make big changes because we've got time left. And the more that we tell ourselves that we have time running out, the more we're just wasting time. And reclaiming your 30s, the program is all about getting into action. And it really, truly has been inspired by my own story. And if you've been listening to the last few episodes of the podcast, you've probably seen a theme because I've been telling you and vulnerably sharing with you what happened to me when I turned 33 and literally wiped my hands clean and had to start all over again. When I had to go through a huge breakup and move to a new place and get new friends and go on my solo traveling trip. And I did all these amazing, amazing things. I didn't expect that my life was going to turn out that way, but look, it did. And all of a sudden I was like, here I am world, I'm here and I'm ready for something new. And it's also inspired by my amazing clients, and I'm going to get emotional speaking about this, but my amazing, beautiful, brave clients who decide to invest big sums, right? Big financial sums into themselves, and then the results that they see on the other side is amazing. And I have a feedback form where I ask every single client at the end of the program, do you think it was worth the investment? Because I'm not a business coach. So it's not the kind of thing where, oh, you put in X amount of money and you're going to make it back 10 times. I'm a coach that's helping you with your personal growth. And I've coached nearly 70 women and every single one of them, every single one has said two things. One that it was worth the investment. And two, that they just compare less. They're on their own path now. They're staying in their own lane and they're not looking at other people. I have a particular client that I want to talk about because she is the client that actually inspired this new program. So for the sake of the podcast, because I don't want to, for confidentiality reasons, say her real name, let's call her Sophie. Sophie came to me after she'd really struggled in the lockdowns she isn't originally from London she's actually from Portugal she's Portuguese but she has been living in London for years working in corporate and doing all of the things that you're supposed to do when you're a woman who is in her early 30s and she found the lockdown really hard because it was very very confronting and she had just gone through a really big breakup, and our first consultation call together, she was in pieces. She was so upset. She was really emotional. She was crying, which most of my consultation calls involve crying. So, I know any of my clients listening will be nodding along, saying, "Yep, I cried," <laughs> or "I wanted to cry," or "It was really hard to speak my truth in that in that uh, call with Emma and Sophie." She really had lost her way and she felt like she hadn't made any big changes obviously she'd been through this big breakup that had really almost destroyed her and she came to me looking for help but she couldn't see the light and I just sat and held space for her and I knew that the life waiting on the other side of all the things that she wanted to do was it was going to be amazing but she just needed to take the plunge to get that and going through those big life changes such as a breakup when you're in your 30s is just one of the most confronting things ever and she was confronted and then add to that working and living at home alone in the middle of a busy city in the middle of the pandemic and it had all just got too much and then we started working together and she'd wanted to quit her corporate job for a really long time and she quit just a few weeks after we started together, it had already been the plan, she already knew this was going to happen and she did it in a really nice way and we spoke a lot, we coached a lot about how to end this chapter and to build her next chapter. She then went on to set up her own business and during this time, the whole way through, she was just being kind to herself and compassionate to herself and learning how to manage her mind, she turned the volume down on everybody else around her and turned the volume up on herself. She started to date and then realised quite quickly that she wasn't ready to date because the most important relationship was with herself for now. So she started to date herself, taking herself all around London. She loves cultural things. So she would be going every single Friday morning. She made a date with herself and she took her camera and she went around to galleries and exhibitions and she started to feel comfortable with being alone. Wow, the change was amazing, I absolutely loved watching Sophie just reclaim her thirties, just do things on her own terms, live her values, be authentic, stop trying to fit into all the boxes that she was supposed to fit in. And one point during her journey, she actually went back to Portugal to see her parents and to tell them, and we coached a lot about what her parents would actually think about it. Her parents literally could not have been more supportive. They just really wanted the best for her. And we'd coached a lot about being going against what other people think and what other people are doing. And I'm really sorry I have to laugh here that Chica is actually trying to sit next to me and she's got herself into one of my moving boxes and sat in the middle of it. So if you heard any noises in the background, that was my dog, Chica. So apologies. She's now given up and left the box. So Sophie had been struggling with what other people would think of these big decisions that she was making and in the end they were just the right decisions for her and other people fed off that energy and supported her. It was just amazing watching this transformation and she re-signed for my programme again as she decided to officially leave London, go back to Portugal, start some really exciting new work projects And go on a solo trip. So something that I think is a really big part of reclaiming your 30s. Is just not waiting for other people to do things. Just accepting your independence. Accepting that we're sometimes alone in our 30s. We don't have a partner. And it's okay to still do things that you would do with somebody else. Whether that be a friend. Whether that be a partner. We can do it alone. We don't always need to be with somebody. And I got this gorgeous message from her the other day. With a picture of her sitting beside a river in Italy saying, had to send this to you. I'm on my trip in Italy and I just couldn't be more grateful. Sophie's journey just made me realize how important it is that we stop this panic and we stop this woe is me and this pity. We can accept it, right? We can really accept that it's hard and we can take it and then we can live the best life possible. And her journey just really stuck with me and inspired me to make a program specifically for women who feel that their lives are on hold because of where they are right now. And it's specifically for women or those who identify as women and it's for single women. So this was a really tough decision that I just want to address because I know I have a lot of listeners and followers I have a lot of clients as well who are not single and turning 30 as a brand is for everybody it's actually for every age right but it's for everybody no matter what your relationship status but I did decide that the room that I'm creating here for everyone is very specific for if you are single and struggling with everybody else around you not being and it was important for me to address that Because I don't want to make it fluffy and nice and be like, everyone can come. I have other products and other courses being released soon that are for everyone. But this specific room is for you if you're single and you really find it hard sometimes to deal with that loneliness. Because let me be upfront. It's really hard being single when you're in your 30s. It's really hard sometimes. It's hard, especially as you the years go on and you're, you know, I can tell you this from being single when I'm 34, sometimes it really sucks. It really feels shitty. It feels really hard sometimes on a Friday night when people are all in couples and going out and doing things to know that I don't have that person there. And I see it with my clients. It's really hard when you have whole weekends ahead of you and you don't know what you're going to do and your friends haven't checked in on you. It's really hard when your closest friends who are once your single friends start making those steps that you are waiting for. And it's really hard to find the people to talk to about it. And that's why this room is important. That's why I'm opening this room because I want it to be a support group. I want it to be a safe space for people to ask those questions. The questions that are things like, when will it be my turn? When will it happen for me? Maybe there's a chance that I won't become a mum. I won't have the you know the opportunity when will it happen for me that I'm going to meet my person when will it happen for me that I'm going to be in the same stage of life as my friends or maybe you don't even want those things maybe you don't even want to ask those questions and the questions that you're asking are when will it be acceptable for me to live a life that is what I want to live and not what other people want to live when will it just be on my terms and on anybody else's terms for me, I can tell you the questions I ask is that I know that one day I'm going to have these things, but for now, I want to know if it's okay that I can just build the life that I want to live on my own terms that's authentic to me. And that looks like traveling, that looks like building an amazing business, that looks like making shitloads of money. And buying all the things I want to buy and being able to go on retreats and work on my inner self and get good at yoga. These are things that are priority to me right now. And maybe they wouldn't be if I was already in a uh, marriage and having kids. And I miss sometimes having those people around me to ask these questions and to have these discussions. And that's why I created The Room. Because it's hard And I don't want to beat around the bush, this room isn't like, we're all going to sit around and celebrate and be like, woohoo, you know, we are going to celebrate loads, but it's not like the only people in the room are those that are really buzzing about where they are. It's going to be a room where we can also celebrate and we can also learn how to accept. And I'm going to coach you on how to manage your mind to accept where you are right now so that you can manifest a future you a future version of you that you really want to live and if that includes getting married and having kids and doing all the things your friends are doing, great. You know what you want. And if that includes something completely different, going on a digital nomad trip and setting up your own business, great. That's amazing. You know what you want. But the point is, is to get out of that space where you're just putting life on hold because you've not got those things yet. This room is really special. I didn't know what to call it. I keep calling it a room. I don't know whether to call it a container. And I think I came up with three different things that I believe that it is. It's a mastermind because it's a group of women coming together to support and advise each other and listen and hear and see each other equally. It's an incubator because it's a safe space to learn, grow and develop. And that's where I come in as the coach to give you those tools to do that. And it's also an insurgence. So an insurgence is a rebel group. So it's a group of women coming together saying we don't give a shit what society says and we don't care. We're going to do things on our own terms and the times that we want to do it and not when everyone else says it. It's a mastermind, it's an incubator and it's an insurgence. I'm running the free workshop as an insight into what it's going to be like in the group and I'm going to be giving you some of the tools for free that I work with with my clients it's completely free and it's for everyone. So when I say that, if you are a male listening to this, you're also invited to the training. And if you aren't single, you also are. So please, please come along if this really is something that you are interested in. And like I said, actually, even next month, they have something coming out that is relevant for you. So I'm all about inclusivity, just to make a point. The training is going to take place over three days. On day one, I'm going to be teaching you how to turn the volume up on you so that you can turn the volume down on comparison of everyone else around you. On day two, I'm going to be giving you some tools to help master your mind. And on day three, we're going to be talking all about my all-time favorite coaching tool, Future You, and how to manifest a future version of yourself that you want. I really can't wait to see you all in the training reclaiming your 30s is something that absolutely every single one of you can do and I'm really really looking forward to giving you those coaching tools and giving you that push and that lift that you need and the community of people to do it with. Go to the link in the bio of the podcast or you can go on my Instagram and go to the bio there and Click sign up for the free workshop. When you get the email, you'll have to confirm the subscription. So make sure to check your spam. Sometimes it can go to there. It always does on mine. And then mark your calendars and get ready to come. I absolutely cannot wait to see you there. If you have any questions, as always, I'm available to you on DM. And I'm really excited next week to publish a exciting podcast episode all about turning 30 embracing your feminine energy so that's something new and it's definitely a new topic that we've not covered before so I'll see you there next week and in the meantime go and sign up for the workshop I will see you all on the podcast next week